Hi, I'm Amy. And I'm Fergus. And this is episode one of the Patient Paradox podcast. We are ex-corporate warriors turned entrepreneurs, health nerds, and wannabe biohackers. Through our own personal health issues, we left our corporate careers and stumbled into the world of health and wellness. In today's episode, we're going to be taking you guys through that journey of three years ago and how we got to where we are now. We're going to talk about stress and how it's the epidemic of the 21st century and how you need to think about it for your own lives. And we're going to be discussing the lack of information or the conflicting information that exists out there when it comes to health. Episode one of The Patient Paradox. We're here. Welcome. I think we, we've made it now. We've got a, we've got a podcast. We do. We do. Um, this is exciting. It's something we've been talking about doing for a very long time. A long while, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, it was good to just take the plunge. Yeah. All these things, you can kind of put them on the long finger. But yeah, we've something, we've, it's been a passion of ours uh, and feel like we have something to say and yeah. some people we want to talk to. So it's, it's great to get going with it. The timing is good. Yeah. Um, so I suppose for listeners who don't know us, but I would say the majority of listeners on this podcast will know us. <laughs> uh, my mom and your dad, definitely yeah. listener one That's... and listener two. Um, but for those who don't know us, Fergus, let's give a little bit of an intro into who we are and why we're here. Yeah. Yeah, that's it really. It's kind of like what we've done and what's kind of led up to today and right. starting a podcast. Um, so in terms of, I'm not going to go all the way back with my story, but it was really like a, a health issue uh, for me five or six years ago now at this point that kind of opened up our eyes to, well, my eyes certainly at the time, like I was had this nine-month period of going from being, you know, normal health, extremely fit, playing all the sports, like working, everything, just normal life to just being chronic fatigue, you know, mm -hmm. struggling to get out of bed every day, being able to get to work, but being at like 50% of, of my capacity, having to come off in my football matches after like 15 minutes, you know, not being able to breathe right. So... It was scary and mm. like I didn't really know what was causing this. Your mind goes into overdrive mm. and it affected your social life as well. It affected my social you life. You were a pain in the ass. Yeah. I was a pain <laughs> in the ass. I remember you trying to like get me to, you know, to go to a party or whatever on a yeah. Saturday night and I was just like, I just can't go. And like I just felt that, you know, when a flu is coming on or whatever and you just got that heat in your like in your body and you just know something's not right mm. but like it felt like that for nine months yeah. well, fi like physically and well I suppose from the outside like you looked like the picture of health y yeah maybe um, I yeah, think you did it and like affect me. It, whenever you would whenever you would say to people like you weren't feeling your best for whatever reason I nearly feel like they they didn't believe you like it was kind of one of those if you like silent that's true diseases yeah. or whatever it's kind of an internal thing yeah. to the outside you look fine and then you just inside you just feel like a, a bag of shit <laughs> um but yeah it like it really started to to affect me as you said mm. my social life my work life my so there, then I was like, okay, I need to get to the bottom of this. Uh, obviously, I went to the see the GP uh, a couple of times. I was kind of getting pains in my sinuses, in my head. So 
they diagnosed it as a as a sinus infection and put me on rounds of antibiotics. Three months later, I was getting worse. So I went back to the GP again, another round of antibiotics and just gradually getting worse and worse and worse. So then I was looking at Chinese herbal medicine. I remember my mom and me were just kind of looking up every, every type of uh, avenue possible to get to the bottom of this. And anyway, finally, I ended up going, there's a, a family friend we had in Galway called Basma, who is a functional medicine doctor. Um, functional medicine for, for people who aren't aware, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of kicked off as a, a new form of healthcare, I suppose, in, in, in the last probably 20 years, but now is gaining a lot of recognition. And really what functional medicine is about it's called a systems-based approach. So instead of like you, with your traditional healthcare, you go in, they look at your symptoms. So my symptom was my sinus pain. And then they give you, you know, your antibiotics or your medicines for that. Functional medicine kind of looks at, like all our systems are connected. So you might have a headache or a sinus infection, but actually where is that stemming from? Um, so it, it looks at your whole your whole body approach, essentially what it does. And really it's trying to find the root cause of your mm. problem because that skin issue that you may have, that's just not starting in the skin. Like that's normally an internal issue, the food you're eating or whatever um, stress you may be under. So yeah, I went to see this functional medicine doctor to try get this root cause. And we did a number of tests and... Anyway, what we discovered was that I had a, an underlying gut issue. My gut wall ha- had become permeated, essentially. It's, it's called leaky gut syndrome. Mm. And basically, every time when you're eating or whatever, bad like particles and pathogens and stuff are leaking into your bloodstream. So it just starts to drain you. So working with this doctor was after a few weeks, we found the root cause, uh, completely changed up my diet and my approach to life introduced me to a number of different supplements. It was all about like building up that gut wall, reducing the inflammation. And like, as you know, four or five weeks later, yeah, back to normal. Transformative. Dif- different man. <laughs> it is transformative at the time because I know we've been speaking about it before. It's like when you're healthy, you have so many things you care about. Like, you know, yeah. it's that Saturday night out party. There's just like everything you're, there's a million things going on in all our heads at, uh, at any given time. But when then when you're sick, the only thing you care about is getting healthy. Like you have a very right. singular focus. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I seen, I did actually feel that kind of like the clouds lifted for me because it's like, geez, the fatigue isn't there. I can run again. Um, so, that was an that was a massive kind of turning point in in my life, I suppose. Seeing, firstly, being on the like someone who was sick and ill for a while, then seeing this approach kind of being let down by the the traditional healthcare system and not thrown on any shade on any GPs or whatever. You know, maybe eight out of ten times, someone going in with the sinus infection symptoms, the antibiotic might have been the right approach for them, but. Right. In fairness to them, they don't have enough time to kind of look into all that. And then going down the functional medicine, that whole approach and getting cured, I suppose, cured from that mm-hmm. was real kind of eye opening. Mm. So that was really the the start or the catalyst for ethos. It was, yeah. So like we were both working corporate jobs yeah. at the time. You were in in marketing. I was in consulting 
like things were good. Like we were, we were kind of being a little bit drained by the the whole corporate life. Like you had your own issues. Yeah. So issues sounds like a big big thing. <laughs> you definitely have your own. Like, um, well, I suppose like you actually for the listener who may not know what ethos is. Yeah. Ethos is our food supplement business that we share together. Um. We never actually said this, but Fergus and I are partners in life and in business. Oh, he hates when I say that. That's seriously cringy. Come on. <laughs> we want this to be a bit, a bit better than that. Um, but we we founded Ethos actually very much kind of after this cycle of, of ill health that Fergus had. But I suppose simultaneously, I kind of had my own challenges as well. Um, at the time, I was working... I actually just kind of landed what was essentially my dream job, um, working in an agency on marketing for some of the biggest brands in the world. Um, but COVID hit very soon, like two months into when I started my job. And my role was very much work from home. And I had never worked in that way before. It was all completely new to me and it just did not suit my personality whatsoever. Um and very quickly I became burnt out and uh, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of like physical stress and drain as well. Um, and I suppose Fergus was teasing the idea of ethos and you needed the marketing support and help yeah. at the time. So it was actually a no brainer and it was the best thing ever because it was it was also a great time because we weren't spending money we were stuck at home it was yeah. actually a great time to start a business yeah everyone says god you started a business during covid and like it obviously had its disadvantages not being able to go out and meet certain customers and that kind of thing yeah um but on the flip side like online e-commerce businesses flying it yeah you didn't have much of a social life so we could really channel our focus to the business so right it had its had its advantages as well yeah so um, obviously our products as well are kind of geared towards stress. So I was keen to jump on the journey. Stress was definitely the theme of my life at the time. Um, and yeah, Ethos really kicked off three years ago. Yeah, yeah. So we just kind of nearly accidentally, we just got kicked into this world of health and yeah. um, through tr the business. And then I suppose since then, like we've just been on a, a journey like we've become health nerds as mm -hmm. we like we just consume the content daily like through our work we're talking to like health professionals you know doctors nutritional therapists dietitians yeah. functional medicine doctors mm. people who work with us to advise us on our products and stuff but just generally through like our network and mm. stuff like that so yeah I think the the interest was definitely always there within us but this kind of sparked something or or lit the flame, whatever you want to call it, to to really get that going. I'm so guilty, and I always have been so guilty of being that person who Googles every single symptom they have. Yeah. You're always giving out to me. Um, but I suppose it's just that kind of natural curiosity that I might have. Yeah, we always find they <laughs> list ten symptoms, like, and you're going to connect with one of them because, like, we're all we're all going to always. Connect with them. Yeah, and actually, it is important to say as well, and I should have said this at the start. Fergus and I do not consider ourselves healthcare professionals whatsoever. So anything that we talk about on this podcast and our own experiences and interventions, we're always at the advice of 
the practitioners that we worked with personally. Um, so yeah, don't take what our experience as your own as your own advice. Do speak to your healthcare professional. Yeah, hundred percent. But I think that's what the, the that's what this podcast really is about. So we've kind of got submerged. Is that a word? Uh, submerged, submerged, submerged and immersed. You just yeah, mix immersed. two words together. It sounds like a good word. Yep. Um, in this world, you know, through the business, and from that, then we started. We're talking to our customers every day. Mm. We're talking to these health professionals, you know, um, so, and we're doing our own research. And we're we're now aware, uh, our awareness has grown hugely about the world of health and yeah. the problems that exist. And from chatting to our customers as well, we're really seeing the issues that people are dealing with day to day. Yeah. So we've been the guinea pigs to a lot of this stuff and kind of that's what we want to that's why we really wanted to start the podcast. Right. We feel still from talking to our friends, our family, the customers, like there's still a lack of information out there of what actually good health looks like and how you can create your own health and simple things you can do to like really help yourself on a day to day. Totally. And kind of what we've been told through you and your marketing <laughs> and, you know, that's kind of filtered down through the, through the generations of what actually people think is right. Yeah. That needs to be challenged a bit. And that's kind of what we want to do through this. And as you said, like, we're not the professionals. We're the every person right. who has an interest and wants to kind of ask the ask the questions to like to educate ourselves and educate everyone on, on these topics. So if we if we look at like what we have learned in mm. the last three years since starting Ethos, like definitely we've come on leaps and bounds in terms of our own knowledge. Um, you mentioned there like customers. So with our community, what have been some of the most eye-opening things that you have noticed since starting Ethos with within the population, if you like? Yeah, Within the population, everyone is stressed and yeah. most people are struggling with their sleep. Yeah. And with that that comes from like, so like we would do a lot of research with our customers every now and then. We'll do surveys. Sometimes we even pick up the phone and we always try and get a sense on what are the, the most common health worries or concerns or issues that people are facing. And people always tick like two or three boxes and the common denominator is always stress. So someone could have fibromyalgia, but they always say stress too, or someone mm -hmm. could have sleep issues. It's always stress too. Yeah. And that was the kind of light bulb moment for us. And we started looking into stress a bit more Yeah, and very alarming that the World Health Organization has said that stress is the epidemic of the 21st century. And it's the root cause of 90% of health issues, yeah. chronic health issues. So like it's involved in everything. So um, and then uh, the further we've researched it and stuff, it's just like this f worldwide problem. Mm -hmm. But it's a it's a worldwide problem, but it's it's kind of exists within all of us. You know, you kind of we do want to raise awareness about that as well that like everyone you might think that you may be not under stress yeah but uh, and a good uh, a bit of stress is good right like, yeah exactly there's good stress and there and there's bad stress but people who are suffering like chronic stress that's going on for day days or weeks and what we've really learned like when people hear stress they they straight away they think anxiety yeah but stress is very much mental but also physical and internal and what's going on inside your body and they're both connected. This 
gut brain connection that we'll definitely delve into deeper with with a couple of our experts. But mm-hmm. it's and again, it's kind of nearly getting back to that functional medicine approach. Everything's connected. So if you're having real issues in your gut, like I was having, that's going to affect your brain. Like I was having brain fog, memory issues, that kind of thing. Yeah. We need to realize that everything is connected and one affects the other. Mm-hmm. Something else that was so eye opening to me since starting Ethos was um this whole world of like silent disease that we just kind of spoke about with your experience. So like, I didn't know what fibromyalgia was before we started Ethos. And I remember a friend of yours was trying our products and you were explaining to me that he had this condition. And I was like, how how have we never heard of this before? So for people who don't know that might be listening, fibromyalgia is um, usually chronic pain, or chronic fatigue or both, but usually one is more prevalent than the other and it's usually unexplained um, and there is no real cure for it, I guess. Um, But 13% of Irish people actually have chronic pain, which is just mind blowing. And it's this kind of silent disease. So that was just something that... um, I think like most people think like disease is physical or disease is visible, but and if you can go about your daily life to some capacity, you're fine, you know, yeah. um, but that's definitely not the case. But yeah, just something else that I had kind of picked up on. Um, so one real beauty of starting Ethos was actually getting to work with practitioners across lots of different fields. And we've both just really enjoyed that experience personally. Um, just being able to soak up lots of knowledge and and learn, learn through practice. Um, and like so we're using them for our own... Personal. St- still, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, it's a little bit more preventative now. Like when before we were, we were going to see these people because like we were, you know, we were sick or I yeah. was sick. But now it's a little bit more, all right, I'm getting into my early 30s. Like I... Uh, you're you're getting older. You want to make sure that you keep your and and there's something that I often hear. Um, there's a guy Peter Atia in Adia, maybe is how you say it in in America. And it's it's not about like your lifespan and increasing your lifespan. It's about increasing your health span. Mm-hmm. So how long can you be healthy for? Um, and that's kind of what I'm going to to see like practitioner about now is more about like how do I get my gut right and everything else working as it should, my inflammation levels as I get older and as you become a bit more susceptible. You know, mm-hmm. when you're younger, you're, your cells and it's like your mitochondria in your cells, which is the energy in your cells, they're very strong. But as you grow older, that can begin to weaken. When that weakens, then you can become a little bit more susceptible things. So it's like, as we get older, how can we make sure that we give ourselves the, the best chance? Right. And from the practitioners that we have worked with through Ethos, so when I say practitioner, I'm talking like anyone at all in the medical field, like it could be a doctor, a nutritionist, a nutritional therapist, a dietitian. Um, like what are the what are the key things that you're pulling from those conversations that you're having? From a personal perspective or? Professionally, I would say within the business, like, and, yeah. and what has the experience been like working with them yeah. on, bil- on building ethos? Yeah, the experience has always been, well, it, it differs by those people, right. but the, the experience, 
that I've been dealing with recently with like a nutritional therapist is again trying to get to the to the root cause. Mm-hmm. And with that comes a certain amount of testing that, that's needed. That's not needed for everyone. Yeah. But what what's really comes to the fore is that most things can be solved with lifestyle interventions. Mm-hmm. And healthcare healthcare today really is actually kind of sick care. Mm-hmm. That's essentially it. So it's like you get sick. And then you go and try get a medicine to, but really we want to be moving to a world of like healthcare and creating health and being a bit more preventative as I spoke about there. So there's definitely these massive problems out there, right? So chronic disease is on the rise, like exponentially. Yeah. For the first time ever in like, in our life, in life, yeah, in our lifetimes, in like in the last couple of uh, generations is that the life expectancy of people is now starting to reduce to decline, which is seriously worrying. So a question we are going to try answer in this podcast and talking to these experts is like, why in a world where like medicine is getting more advanced, are people getting more sick? Mm -hmm. And like, I think that's a very important question to ask. And I think there's two things at play. There's the healthcare system, the way it's set up. It's kind of nearly been set up to fail for the great like doctors and stuff that work in it. Mm -hmm. There's that. And then there's all these lifestyle society issues. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the stress. Why are people not exercising enough? The diets we have. And we really want to talk to these people to unpick like, why are people eating the way they are, even though it's, it's making them unwell? Um, and that kind of thing, like really diving into those areas. So the thing we've learned is actually most things can be reversed and healed with lifestyle interventions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's been the, the eye-opening piece. Yeah, and I think that's that's the key is like, okay, a lot of this narrative is, it can be a little bit negative, but mm. the beauty about what we're talking about is there are solutions or better yet, there are preventative measures um, so you don't get to that point where maybe you need to meet a, a one of these doctors or whatever it is. And I feel like we both have experience of that. Um, so like you were kind of lucky in a way that your body was telling you through your your headaches or your fatigue that like something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And like that, thank, thank God, because that could very well have manifested into something a lot bigger later on in life. Um and probably similar with my with my own experience. So uh, I feel like now in my life, I'm the healthiest I've ever been. Um, and you were saying the other day, like it's the first time yeah, ever, like you're oh, well the, over a year. The from- first time in 12 years, I would say, that I haven't been to see a GP within the last 12 months. And you put that down to like the nutritional stuff you've worked on and right, other yeah. lifestyle. So I, I started working with, um, Jess O'Dwyer um, who some people may be familiar with Jess is a nutritional therapist she does a little bit of work for us at Ethos um, but uh, Jess is a friend and I approached her early last summer because there were a few things coming up that I just wasn't happy with and I'm totally happy to invest in my health so I thought I'm going to give this a go but basically what I I was experiencing was um, a lot of like a lot of good issues like I I remember we were at a wedding and I had had my dinner and after the dinner I was keeled over with stomach pain and I was like this is so weird this is so weird but I've always also had like what I call IBS attacks I'll spare you all the details but let's just say 
I got caught out in life a few times. <laughs> Fergus was a witness. <laughs> um, but there were a couple of these things just going on that I wasn't happy with. And I was like, feck it, I'm going to meet Jess and have a chat with her, see what she thinks. And like when I had my first meeting with Jess, it was like the floodgates opened. She was like asking me all these questions from about my lifestyle, like way back when, from like when I was born right up until now. And like, as she was asking me these questions and I was answering, I was like, oh my God, there's actually a lot more going on here than I had mm. had, had even realized. Things like hay fever and, and lots of other stuff. Anyway, over the last like nine months, I've been on a journey with Jess. It started with this functional testing that we've spoken about. So gross again. Sorry, guys. But uh, I did a stool test. I actually did seven. And um, the poor DPD guy had to, <laughs> to come to the house and he, collect a box of my poo. He wasn't aware. <laughs> poor, poor. He didn't know what he didn't know what he was he was carrying. So that was OK. But um, did lots of really interesting testing and and it really opened my eyes to exactly what was going on in my gut. Um, it unveiled a lot of issues that would pertain to my hay fever, to uh, hormonal imbalances within my body. Um, and also I did blood tests as well, which showed up a, a couple of things. So um, Jess put me on a number of different supplements and uh, I tried a low histamine diet and it, it kind of transitioned over the last nine months to what now is like I'm right now just taking a multivitamin, um, my probiotic, and I am in the best health I've ever been. I haven't had an IBS attack in like six months. Um, I lost about a stone and a half in weight uh, in the last nine months, definitely related to my hormones. Um, yeah, it's mad just getting under the bonnet, like what's going wrong, the testing, exactly. and then really knowing how to target it. Because like you, it wasn't that you didn't have a good diet. or but I had was, a great diet and I work out a lot. I love exercise. On paper, I was healthy. Mm. But really when I looked into it with Jess, there were just things going on that, and it, it was all really related to the gut. Mm. Um, but... I, that's a perfect example though. Like I think there's we're now aware of these issues that are out there. And then we're also aware that the, so the lack of kind of information is out there. But even this podcast really is trying to speak to people. There's a lot of people who think they're healthy. Yeah. But when you start to unpick like what's going on, there's these small underlying issues. They're not affecting their lives. You know, they're, they can get on with their day to day. They yeah. can go to work and stuff. But, you know, they're noticing things that just probably aren't right. And they need to ask the question about it. Yeah. Um, because they may be not a big issue now, but they will be. And they can probably get to another level of health even today. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really what we want to do. We want to raise awareness around those th those issues yeah. and give that practical information, you know, through the experts to actually help you maybe look at things a little bit differently. Definitely. Challenge kind of like, is that actually okay? What's yeah. going on? And maybe consider the interconnectedness of your symptoms as well. So another example is like, I was feeling this like histamine response in my tummy when I ate certain foods, but then I also had hay fever. Um, that's probably a bit of a random example, but like the a lot of what's going on in your body is connected to each other and they're connected really through the gut. That is the, the kind of beginning of it all. And we that's what that's one episode that we really want to say. Yeah, the gut is like if you think about it, like all your 
your life, your new everything starts with your nutrition. So like you're putting something into your mm-hmm. mouth, it's going into your gut. All your chemical, your biological reactions are kicking off really from there. So the fuel that you're putting into your body, um, just the knock-on effect from mm. that is sends messages yeah, through the rest of your body. Exactly. So mm. that's the thing that you really need to start with. And most of these doctors and functional medicine doctors, you know, they'll start with looking at your your diet, your nutrition, the health of your gut. Um, mm-hmm. And like the research that's coming out on the gut is is phenomenal. So aside from this podcast, where we will, of course, have lots of wonderful experts on sharing their tips and tricks and everything that we feel people really need to know. Are there any practitioners out there, maybe on social media, that you would recommend people follow? I know I definitely have a few that come to mind. Yeah, I think when we got into the space, Mark Hyman was the the main guy. The man. The man. Um, but like I even notice now on other big podcasts and stuff that this world of functional medicine and lifestyle medicine, lifestyle medicine is really looking at your stress, your sleep, your exercise, your nutrition to actually to deal with issues, deal Mm -hmm. with uh, chronic diseases rather than true medicine. So like these, these, this change is happening. The like traditional medicine and healthcare, of course, has its place. It's unbelievable at certain things. But we also know that there's this epidemic out there and people are getting more sick. So like we need to change what's what what we're doing at the moment isn't working. And you can see it like, you know, there's the Cleveland Clinic, which is one of the biggest uh, hospitals in the States. Now they have a whole center for functional medicine, which Mark Hyman is involved Mm -hmm. in. And as I was saying, a lot of these big podcasts, you're seeing more and more kind of functional medicine doctors and people in this space starting to pop up. So mm-hmm. from our perspective, from kind of, we've been looking at it for a few years. It's great to see this change happening. And that's more kind of what we want to do here with, with our conversations mm-hmm. is to is to talk about those those topics that, mm-hmm. that are very interesting. Yeah. Some people I would definitely recommend following on Instagram. Um, Glucose Goddess. Oh, brilliant. She's class. She's class. She's yeah. everywhere now, isn't she? She is, yeah. So um, her kind of concept is all around blood glucose monitoring and the idea that um, managing your blood glucose levels, it's not good enough to start looking at that when you have diabetes or pre-diabetes. Like we all need to be somewhat aware of the effects of food on our blood blood glucose levels because of the knock-on effect that has with things like inflammation or weight gain or hormones. So glucose is essentially just sugar Sugar. sugar that you're getting in your foods and any spikes throughout the day. Yeah. The detrimental effects they can have on like a a wide array of things. Yeah. And a lot of eye-opening content on her Instagram page around what does spike your blood glucose. But what I love even more is she's so practical about these really easy hacks that you can take or make to to reduce your blood glucose, like a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar before your meal uh, or have your fibre before your your protein, your fats, your carbs. Um, so definitely check her out. She's great. Mark Hyman, as you said, um, he actually shares a lot of really great recipes as well. Um, if anyone is struggling with, you know, healthy meals uh, that are kind of interesting or um, or fun. And then, of course, our good pals, Ashling O'Kelly, who has a really great podcast specific to female health and female hormones. I have found her her Instagram great, but her podcast great as well, um, specifically from a female hormone perspective. Um, and then, yeah, look, hopefully uh, we have a few nice 
episodes lined up in this podcast for for everyone. Um, so what is the, I know what it is, but tell our listeners, Fergus, what is the kind of future of ethos and taking this whole concept uh, to the next level? Yeah, well, it's really around the stress care um, concept, as I was mentioning. That's the that's the ep- the epidemic of the twenty first century. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone is dealing with on a on a day to day, and it's it's this mental and physical approach. So yeah, we're going to kind of look at that holistically, um, and create products, but also um, digital health services, especially right. to help people find out what's what's wrong with them where their kind of body or or mind might be under stress and then how they can deal with it. So that's really the the future and and Mm -hmm. what we're looking at. Um, It kind of, it's it's across different areas. So like your gut obviously being a a kind of epicenter of it all or the pivotal piece and how when when you're stressed essentially and you're in this kind of fight or flight mode, your digestive system shuts off because all your body cares about is like how you deal with the danger that's in front of them. Right. So it starts to suppress all these systems in your body like your digestive system, your immune system. They all become shut down for a while. Therefore, you have these gut issues. You become more susceptible to other illnesses and colds and flus, etc. Sleep obviously is a key one and the mm. research that's coming out there on that and why, how stress affects your serotonin levels and your melatonin levels and therefore you struggle to to sleep at night. So yeah, stress care is 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 the future of ethos and, and um, how we can kind of combine mm-hmm. products and services both to build your resilience to stress but also to like restore balance, inner balance in your body. Right. Um, it's this inner balance or kind of homeostasis that's like the key for life and for a healthy life. Mm-hmm. So when you become stressed, you're very much unbalanced. Your hormones are unbalanced and all your different systems aren't working as they should. So we will be looking at ways that you can bring your mm-hmm. bring your body back to balance. And do you want to explain just for the listener, like how how did we come up with those five key functions? Or yeah, well, that's true. Working with the health professionals, right. um, this is the approach that they would take mm-hmm. um, when they're trying to look at a, a new patient. Is often starting with the gut, then looking at your mind and your adrenal stress levels, how your the health of your sleep. Then it kind of moves on once you sort that sort of stuff out. It's looking at how you can bolster your immunity and your energy levels. Because a lot of these people who are stressed will report with like chronic fatigue, for example, or they're getting sick all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you said, everything is connected. Yeah. This is the approach that these um, functional medicine doctors and stuff would take. So mm-hmm. we're mirroring that essentially. Um, and trying to like bring it to to more people. Yeah. And again, this has been inspired by like the customers that we're talking to when we've done podcasts previously and I've explained my issues or you've explained your issues. The amount of people that get on to us to say, God, I'm actually feeling symptoms like that. Maybe I should look into it. And mm-hmm. yeah, like we should definitely get referral bonuses for the, the amount of people <laughs> that we've... Um, we've uh, sent to like to, to see these doctors yeah we stuff. should definitely be earning a little bit of commission I think yeah um in terms of then like yeah so for the rest of the the series one mm-hmm. like I think we're trying to answer some of these kind of important questions that people need to know like and it's the simple stuff you know like why are you getting that 3 p.m slump every day yeah and starting to question 
you know, what are the reasons behind that? So we'll mm-hmm. be talking to someone about that. There's like why we sabotage our own health, which I find. I love that one. Yeah. Like. Guilty. Yeah. We're all guilty. But it's just, you know, why do we do the things we know they're bad for us and they're actually going to make us feel like crap, you know, an hour later or a day later, but we'll still go and do them. And mm-hmm. um, there's some other things like, you know, what we can learn from our poo. Yes. Yeah. I love that one too. <laughs> Yeah, There's a lot po- you can learn from your poo. Okay. An well, awful lot. Um, I learned a lot from my poo. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's nice. Thank, <laughs> thank you for sharing. Um, yeah, some other stuff we look at, you know, how, how you can use your breath to cure anxiety. Yeah. The kind of a performance enhancing drug that we all can tap into. Um, our sleep. and yes. uh, Not a Lance Armstrong type drug, like an actual natural one there and like mm-hmm. people will give you tips for all these different uh ways you can get that extra one percent or extra five percent but um yeah we'll be talking to an expert on on how you can actually mm-hmm. get up to 20 percent um from your sleep and we also want to include um a little segment at the end of every episode where we look at the lies or mistruths that people might have heard or be familiar with when it comes to food. Or like we discuss the idea of uh, the lies marketers are telling you about your food or your health. Um, I feel like that could nearly be an episode in and of itself. It is, um, yeah. It's just what people think is, it's common knowledge and it's just the way we do things. Right. But if you actually go and look at the history of it, you'll find out a lot of these things just started maybe 40 years ago and it's a, a company started a, a marketing campaign that's just kind of uh, grown legs and now mm-hmm. it's the way people eat or the way, yeah, um, people live. But it's it's really not the not the way to be going from yeah. a health perspective. So, yeah, buzzing to, to, to kind of chat to these experts. We're, as we said, like we're the, we're the every person, like Mm. we're really just selfishly, we're trying to educate ourselves as well, kind of get inspired for, from a business perspective, which is saying even from our own personal perspective, totally from a health. um, And yeah, we're hoping you will, will kind of get inspired by it too, the listener. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, start to really just think, think differently about things. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of us. Uh, Is that it? Yeah, that's our pilot, <laughs> <laughs> our trailer, whatever you call these things. So looking forward to the, the rest of the season. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Follow us on Instagram at weare.ethos to stay in the know on everything that's going on in our world and to hear more about upcoming episodes. Wishing you a healthy and happy day. Bye.